So it's Friday, November 11th, and Mattress Mac is trying to figure out how to spend his $75 million that he won, betting that the Astros would win the World Series. Last week, in a much anticipated move, the Federal Reserve raised short-term interest rates to a target of three and three quarters to 4%. Maybe Mac's gonna put some money there. While this was expected, interest rate moves by the Federal Reserve is always news for money. I'm Chris Paris with Oak Harvest Financial Group here in Houston, Texas, and welcome to our weekly Stock Talk podcast, keeping you connected to your money. Before moving on to discuss last week's Fed meeting, its rate increase and trying to read between the lines, please make sure to hit the subscribe button and tap the notification bell so you'll be notified when we release our latest content. So viewers, Fed moves are almost always news for you, your family, and your money. As it has been all year, markets were once again whipsawed on the day of the Fed's interest rate increase. Why? Well, because the release came in two parts. There's the written committee statement, and then about 15 minutes later, the chairman's comment and questions and answers. The markets initially reacted positively, rallying to 3,900 on the S&P 500 on the committee statement, which read more dovish. The dovish change was the Fed discussed factors that would influence policymaking going forward. It said the committee would take into account the cumulative tightening of monetary policy, the lags with which monetary policy affects economic activity and inflation, and the economic and financial developments. So what does that all mean? That's code for we'll be forward-looking and anticipatory. We know a slowdown is coming in the economy. This was taken as bullish for the markets. The Fed's saying that a slowdown in the pace of future hikes is coming. That would be bullish. They alluded to future rate hikes being smaller than the last four consecutive 0.75 percentage point rate increases. And then Jerome Powell took the stand and started talking, started answering questions, and the S&P 500 dropped to 37.60 in a straight line over the last 60 minutes of trading as computers took over trading with no other markets open in the world. What did he say that the markets didn't like? Well, he alluded to this likely being the beginning of the slowdown in rate increases, but he said that incoming data since the last meeting suggests that the ultimate level of interest rates will be higher than previously expected, meaning that the terminal rate for interest rates needs to end closer to 5% than the previously thought 4.5%. From Jerome Powell's comments, you would conclude the Fed should tighten more than they would otherwise so they can take out some insurance. Powell said it was premature to think about pausing, and the markets went straight down. He said they're not even close to pausing anytime soon. So that's pretty clear cut, yes? Well, not to me, not exactly. Why? Because I take you back exactly a year ago to November 2nd and 3rd, 2021, its Fed meeting followed by the November 23rd release of the Fed minutes, which also happened to be almost the exact top in price and time for the S&P 500. Here's a chart of the S&P 500 with a day in November minutes released in 2021 highlighted. Yes, we did make slightly higher highs at the end of the year in 2021 for three to five days at the end of the year on markups, which is a thing in the hedge fund world. Here's a link to a CNBC article of the Federal Reserve Committee November 2021 meeting minutes from a year ago. Click on the link, read it yourself. What you'll see is that exactly a year ago, the dynamic and the concerns of the Fed Committee with Jerome Powell were exactly 180 degrees backwards from today. Back then, the minutes showed the members were concerned about inflation and they were willing to tighten policy should it continue to run hot. The minutes noted that officials would be willing to raise interest rates sooner 
and faster and higher than currently anticipated. That was a year ago in November. And what did Jerome Powell's speech emphasize back then in early November of 2021? During the questions and answers, he emphasized employment and only employment. He had almost zero concern about inflation. His almost entire focus was on employment and jobs. While the committee was concerned about inflation, he had very little concern about inflation. That's exactly 180 degrees opposite from today. Today, Mr. Powell is 100% all in attack inflation, while the committee in the background, who was right in November of 2021 saying, whoa, JP, slow down, we have a dual mandate, and the other factor we're responsible for is about to hit a wall. They are saying we're nearer to the end of the rate cycle, not the beginning, and we're going to go materially slower. And viewers, that would be a good thing for stocks, bonds, and your money in 2023. So I ask you, whom should you believe about the future, the economy, and the future Fed moves in 2023? The committee in the background, who was correct in November of 2021, or Jerome Powell, who was out front and was wrong? Viewers, at Oak Harvest, we think our clients are best served by us helping them plan for their future needs instead of focusing on the past. The future in the markets is always uncertain. That's why our advisors and retirement planning teams plan for your retirement needs first and your greed second. Give us a call here to speak to an advisor and let us help you craft a financial plan that helps you meet your retirement goals. Call us here at 877-896-0040 and schedule an advisor consultation. The initial one is free. We're here to help you on your financial journey into and through your retirement years. I'm Chris Paris, and for the whole team here at Oak Harvest, have a blessed weekend. All content contained within Oak Harvest podcast expresses the views of the speaker and is for informational purposes only. It is based on information believed to be reliable when created, but any cited data, indicators, statistics, or other sources are not guaranteed. The views and opinions expressed herein may change without notice. Strategies and ideas discussed may not be right for you, and nothing in this podcast should be considered as personalized investment, tax or legal advice, or an offer or solicitation to buy or sell securities. Indexes such as the S&P 500 are not available for direct investment, and your investment results may differ when compared to an index. Specific portfolio actions or strategies discussed will not apply to all client portfolios. Investing involves the risk of loss, and past performance is not indicative of future results.